Steves. Welcome to Coolsville. This week our theme is the one place where we can be ourselves. The place where hopefully we find the song of our people. I like this Albanian proverb. The sun at home warms better than the sun elsewhere. Hope the sun is in your heart today. This is Coolsville. What do you think of when you think of the word home? What comes to your mind? People? A place? The smell of home cooking? Of people that we loved, long gone, and the warmth and the pain in your heart. Of friends and many laughs and many tears. Faces long forgotten. Almost as ghosts now. I went by my old house the other day, the one where I grew up with my parents and my family. When we moved there, I was ten. We actually had an outhouse attached to the garage. The old place isn't all that different, but in many ways it's like we never lived there at all. Looking back, it seems when I was little, we moved all over the place. I was born in Kingston, Ontario. Two months premature, I'll have you know. Two pounds, eight ounces. My mom said my head could fit in a china teacup. My home for the first six weeks was an incubator in the NIC unit at Kingston General. But don't get too comfy. Went across the country, tenting all the way. Lost our brakes in the Rocky Mountains at the Rogers Pass. That was pretty scary. Had my first smoke at four. (laughs) Mary, light me a cigarette. She passed it on, but Dad didn't get it. (laughs) Nanaimo, B.C., where we lived for six months, and my older sister Sandy chased me with garter snakes. And to a six-year-old, a garter snake looks like a python. Due to a family vote, it was decided that Dad would be discharged from the Army, and we'd move back to New Brunswick. Moved back to the St. John area, Lornville, when I was two. As I recall, in the middle of winter, you could see through the wall boards. Hamilton, Ontario for grade one. We lived just down the street from our favorite aunt and uncle. My aunt Doris used to make me lunch and send me back to school, where I would get the snot beaten out of me by two bigger kids. Heck, they had to be almost four feet tall. It was also where I got three operations on my left eye. Cross-eyed no more. I remember after one of these trips, my parents had an impromptu welcome home party. I was so excited to see my best friend and sister Jan, although I saw her twice. Uh, Double vision. (laughs) Back to St. John, where we stayed in another aunt's camp on the water. There was a picture of a cannon on the door. Cannon was my uncle's surname. With a sign that said, The Big Gun Inn. East St. John for a few years, and then we moved to Berwick, just outside of Sussex. My father finally put down roots. Hopefully, home is where you can be you. A place of hugs and hullabaloo, and the whole damn wonderful mess. These are some songs that remind me of home. We're going to start off with something from 1985. John Cougar Mellencamp and Small Town. I was working as an evening DJ at a radio station in 1985 in St. John. In the last few years, we had played mellow adult contemporary music and, as I remember, had just turned into a rock station. And this is one of the songs on our playlist. John Mellencamp, he dropped the name Cougar after a while. It was a stage name, right? He said that he wrote the song at his house while they had company. He was in the basement in the laundry room, and he had this electric typewriter that used to beep every time he made a mistake. 
and he could hear people laughing upstairs every time he made a mistake. But then he wrote this song, and he wrote it in an hour, and he played it to his family, and they weren't laughing anymore. It was a great song. Uh, He says that the song means that you don't have to live in a big city to enjoy life. Home to him meant being around family and friends. He was born in the small town of Seymour, Indiana, where much of the music video for the song was filmed. The album it came from, Scarecrow, was basically about how corporate America was plowing under the small family farm. And this caused Mellencamp to team up with Neil Young and Willie Nelson to start Farm Aid in 1986, an annual benefit concert to help struggling farmers. The House That Built Me, Miranda Lambert. Although not one of my favorite artists, especially since she seems to go out of her way to act like a spoiled child with her fans, Miranda Lambert more than does this song justice. You can breathe in the nostalgia in this tune, written by Alan Shamblin about his experiences of going back to his childhood home in Texas once a year. The music was written by Tom Douglas. It was Miranda Lambert's first number one song and sold over two million copies. She won the Grammy Award for Best Female Vocal Performance. It's truly a song about pain and healing. Check it out. The House That Built Me, Miranda Lambert. This next song won a Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group back in 2006, Home by Daughtry. The song talks about the loneliness of fame and how being on the road makes you miss the one you love the most. Chris Daughtry says he was out in Hollywood and it was the first time he'd been away from his family and how weird that felt. He said he wrote the song in 10 to 15 minutes and when he played it for the head of RCA Records, Clive Davis, he was signed to the record label on the spot. The song was the number one song on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart for 10 weeks and was a surprise hit on the Hot Christian Songs chart, reaching number 12. Chris performed the song on the seventh season of American Idol. Chris Daughtry and Home. Our next featured song is by Bruce Springsteen. It's called My Hometown. This song came from one of the biggest selling albums of all time, Born in the USA. Released coincidentally just three weeks after our first featured song, Small Town by John Cougar Mellencamp, November 1985. It was the seventh, yes seventh, top ten hit from the album. Back then, 45 RPM Records had an A-side and a B-side, they were called singles. The B-side of this song was the hugely popular version of Bruce and the E Street Band doing Santa Claus is Coming to Town from 1975. My Hometown was all about a man being proud about where he lives, despite racial tensions and economic hardships, but realizing at the end he'd have to move out of town to feed his family. Indeed, Springsteen's own hometown, Freehold, New Jersey, experienced the same level of hardship as in the song. The town's major employer, the Rug Factory, went under, leaving many out of work. As fate would have it, the same thing happened to our biggest employer here in Sussex, New Brunswick. In 2016, the potash mine closed, leaving a lot of people out of work. Indeed, more than a few people moved to Saskatchewan to work at the parent potash mine. And as the song says, they ain't coming back. I light the fire. You place the flowers in the vase that you bought 
today. Our next song is from 1969, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and the song is called Our House. The song was written by Graham Nash in 1969 at Joni Mitchell, yes, that Joni Mitchell's house. They were, as they say, keeping company at the time. It's a song about an ordinary day. The couple had gone antiquing after breakfast, and Joni saw this very inexpensive vase that she liked in the window of the store. Graham implored her to buy it. Upon reaching Joni's house, Nash said something to the effect of, I'll light the fire while you go pick some flowers for the vase that you bought. He wrote the song in an hour on Joni Mitchell's piano while she was in the garden. Unfortunately for fans of the song, Graham Nash said he was bored of the song the day after they recorded it but plays it from time to time because he knows it means a lot to a lot of people. The song appears on the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young album, Deja Vu. This tune has become, for my wife and I, our song, with someone tearing up when they hear it. I won't mention names. We come now to the last song in our theme of home, the ultimate dwelling, our heavenly home. I Can Only Imagine by Mercy Me. Bart Millard, the lead singer of Mercy Me, was the product of an abusive father who physically abused Bart and his mother frequently during his childhood until they left the abusive relationship. When Bart was 15, his father Arthur was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. God changed Arthur's heart dramatically through the cancer diagnosis, and he and Bart's relationship started to heal. They were very close by the time Arthur died three years later. Bart said that he'd received a front row seat to God's healing his dad from the monster he was into someone who was desperately in love with Jesus. After his dad died, Millard's grandmother said she could only imagine what Arthur was seeing in heaven. It's the ultimate worship song. Will I dance for you, Jesus, or in awe of you be still? It's the best-selling Christian song of all time. I can only imagine. For me, home is where Mrs. Steves is. Thanks, Bibi. Oh, and Leopold. You've been listening to the songs about home from Coolsville. Drop me a line on Spotify or Facebook about what home means to you. I'm Andy Steves. Don't forget to press that follow button on Spotify. I hope you're as thankful to God as I am for my home. See you next time on Coolsville.